For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hi everyone, Sandman here. Today's video is brought to you by a donation from Marcus A. Brown. And he didn't give me a specific topic that he wanted me to cover, so I'm going to cover living with your parents. And if you haven't already seen Aaron Clary's video called Move Out or Stay Home, Rent Free, I'm adding a link to that particular video in the description below. In this video, the grand poobah himself, Aaron Clary, says that it's a good idea to stay with your parents when you're young until you can save enough money to pay for a down payment instead of moving out on your own. Other guys like Rizzle Dizzle often say that if you stay with your parents, your mental health might actually suffer if you live with them. But today I want to talk about a buddy of mine named John. He currently lives with his mother, and he's a man going his own way, and he still goes out on dates, but he's doing it in order to find a unicorn Nawalt princess. He's in his mid-30s, and lately he's been going out on dates with women, and he often tells them that he lives with his mother, and some of these women don't seem to be disappointed by this fact. And over the last couple of years, many women have actually told him that he must have saved a lot of money living at home all of these years, which he has. Women are good at sniffing out resources, and now it seems that guys living at home with nice cars and tons of savings are starting to come onto the radar of smart women seeking a host. John's original goal was to purchase a house for cash, and he set his goal back in 2003, when the three-bedroom bungalows in his area were only $250,000. Similar homes today are almost triple that price, and cost eight dollars to $900,000 for a crappy semi-detached three-bedroom house. I was looking at similar priced homes in San Francisco, and similar homes were actually cheaper in that city than in Toronto, Canada, the city that I live in. And San Francisco is actually a place that people want to live, because of the weather and because of the jobs you can find there. I also read a news story a couple of weeks ago about how housing in Toronto is more expensive than Rome, Italy, and housing in Vancouver is now more expensive than Paris, France. And with the cost of housing getting so crazy expensive here in Canada, most women that I know won't find a guy that can afford to buy them a house, so now they're looking for the second best thing. A single guy that lives with his parents, preferably an only child that stands to inherit property when his parents croak. And this summer I was shooting a wedding where the bride was living with the groom in his mother's house. In many parts of Europe it's often customary for children to add a second floor to their parents' house and live above them in their own apartment after they get married. And I'm sure the parents can hear them having sex through the floorboards. The economic situation here in Canada is insane because of the cost of housing. And your conventional choices for living are very slim. You can spend $500 to $1,000 a month to rent a room in a house with roommates. Or you can spend $1,500 to $2,000 a month to rent a one-bedroom in a nice building. Or you can spend three dollars to $400,000 to buy a tiny one-bedroom condo in the city. Or you can stay at home like John. But what does John say when the girls say to him, you live with your parents, you have a six-figure salary, you must have lots of money saved? Well, failure to launch is becoming extremely common here in Canada, as a three-bedroom bungalow costs almost a million dollars once you buy it and pay for the realtor as well as land transfer fees. And most of the Canadian economy has been gutted, and most new jobs are either retail or construction. So women are increasingly starting to see guys that live at home as the sure bet to success. 
In Europe, my distant relatives thought of life the same way. And now the same mentality has come here to Canada. And even Aaron Clary says that with this terrible economy in the United States, that people should take advantage of living with their parents if they can. Only a few months ago, he was gung-ho about men living out on their own and doing everything for themselves. And I think his change of heart as well as thinking has a lot to do with the world that he sees around him. More part-time jobs that don't pay enough to support a full household. And Aaron says save your money for a down payment on a house. But what should guys do up here in Canada when prices have gone up almost 10% compounded each and every single year for the last 15 years? In the past, when I was in relationships, the girls I saw oftentimes had to live with roommates and were always eating each other's food from the fridge. Their pets would also scrap it out in the hallways. And many of the roommates would fight each other for time spent in the living room. These rooming houses were almost always filled with gay men and straight women. And with regards to my friend John, he used to live with his sister as well, but he threatened to leave the house if his mother didn't do something about his sister's awful behavior. So his sister was forced out of the house by his mother. This is one of the few places where human nature favors the male. If you live with your mother, mothers are less likely to kick out their sons, and they're more likely to get rid of their daughters. Like aspiring queen bees, the daughters get ejected from their households to start their own beehives. And many times they end up rooming with other women, or queen bees. And it becomes a battle for dominance in the hen house. It's a popularity contest with fully grown women trying to figure out whose turn it is to do household chores. Most women I know that used to live with their parents were f For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Forced out by their mother hen. When women turn on each other under the same roof, usually one of them has to leave. But when a mother and her son get into a fight, the mother usually isn't going to throw out the son. In fact, she probably respects the son even more for standing up to her, and is more likely to want him to stay as a way to provide protection. The only times I've seen fathers kick out their sons is when there's something wrong with the father, and he's an alcoholic or possibly abusive. Or the son leaves because there's other types of abuse. And if he's the oldest, then the other siblings often resent him for life for abandoning them to the bad family. In this city, unless you have your own place that you bought a long time ago, it's getting impossible to get into the housing market. And it worries me that prices will fall in the not-too-distant future, affecting my wealth. I just think that Americans have it so much easier because there's so many nicer places to live that they can actually afford. You can live on a boat, or a trailer, or even a tiny home in the United States, and it's a lot easier. Americans are lucky that they can choose to live in so many great cities as well. Here in Canada, cities are either great, or they suck. And if they're great, then the cost is usually an arm and a leg to live in them. And they're usually full of feminists. As for women that target guys that live with their parents up here in Canada, if property values continue to rise, they won't be looking at the individual wealth of a man they're dating, but instead looking at the family wealth backing him up. Many times that family wealth is already being put to work as parents hand over large down payments to their children to buy overpriced condos at the city core. As the cost of living continues to increase in Western countries, women will more likely be willing to suffer for years waiting for an inheritance from their mother and fathers-in-law. This is a fundamental shift to the time before the Industrial Revolution, where making your own fortune was incredibly difficult, 
Either you were born into wealth, and that often dictated if you could afford to father bastard children and still keep a lady of the house, or you were basically a peasant and that was the end of the road. In the current economy, social mobility is getting harder and harder for people at the bottom of the pyramid. With all of the confusion and structural shifts in the economy, many women are probably aware of this, if only at a subconscious level, and their hypergamy is going into overdrive. Women that date guys that still live at home probably want these guys to feel grateful down the road. They want to hold it over their heads that they were willing to date them, even though they were living with their mothers and fathers. But at the same time, what are these women doing that's so special? They probably got into fights with their own mothers and fathers and then got thrown out, and are now living in a boarding house spending $600 to $1,000 a month to rent a room and take public transit everywhere. And the funny thing is, many of the guys that I know still living at home drive expensive sports cars, trucks, and luxury vehicles that cost more than six dollars to $700 a month. So women make men feel bad for choosing to stay at home, while they themselves rent tiny little flats with roommates that they can barely afford to keep. All that mattered in the past was that women appeared to be independent. That's fine for women in her 20s, but when she reaches her early to mid-30s, the guy with hundreds of thousands of dollars saved in the bank living with his mother will look like a godsend. She might even try and move in with him and his mother. This is what happened when my parents got together. My mother moved in with my father and his mother, and she proceeded to piss off my grandmother and tell her how to live her life. As a result of this alienation, my parents left the country and came to Canada. Essentially, what was happening was two women fighting for the same man. And my father being an only child meant that it was a tooth-and-nail battle between my mother and grandmother. And my father was hoping for inheritance money from my grandmother at some point, but didn't want my mother to divorce him and take what he had at the time. He was caught between a lion and a bear, and he was a piece of steak. I also feel that tradcons and traditional conservative-type women are also starting to rise up because they understand that guys living with their parents buy into more traditional European ways of doing things. So I feel that they will be more than likely to accept more than one generation living under the same roof as a state of new normality. They will also try to marry their husbands and increasingly move in with their in-laws, because they will say it makes financial sense. But who does it make financial sense for in the end? And the only poetic justice I can see in such situations is that when old patriarchs die, the grandmother who owns the house is sent to the tiniest room or garage in the house to live out her days in solitary madness. That's what I often call the Eastern European nursing home style. One final thing before I finish this video. Hopefully everyone in America had a great turkey day. In Canada, Thanksgiving was last month. And instead of thanking Pocahontas for providing turkeys and cranberries, in Canada the first Thanksgiving was in 1872 to give thanks for the recovery of the Prince of Wales, later known as King Edward VII, from a serious illness. I thought everyone would get a little bit of amusement from that useless fact. Anyways, thanks again to Marcus A. Brown for his donation. I'm also adding a link to his YouTube channel in the description below, in case you want to check it out for yourselves. And thanks again for taking your daily dose of red pills. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.